I'm back, bitches, and I'm about to drop a hot load of tips, tricks, and some epic design schemes to help you fall in love with your home again. Are you ready to learn? Because I'm about to drop all the good stuff right here, right now, in those cute-ass ears of yours. Having trouble making that house a home? Well, hell hath no fury, because we're about to scheme the real-as-fuck dilemmas of home design. I'm Mel, host of Making Our Way Home. Follow us as we navigate the ups and downs of buying a newly built house and convincing one another of things we need to do to make it a home. From looking, to buying, to moving in, and unpacking. Get ready as we make our way home one outrageously brilliant design scheme at a time. Welcome back. I've missed you. I've missed this. And here we are at episode 6 of Making Our Way Home. That skeevy bitch of yours is back and I'm ready to talk all things home design. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Mel the Designer, and for those of you who do know me, you're fucking welcome. This week's episode, we're going to take a little bit of a step back, and I'm going to reintroduce myself, because I know I've been gone for a hot minute, and I'm terribly sorry, but last November, we finally moved into our long-awaited new home, and lo and behold, my husband got sent out for a tasking not even two months after moving in. It's literally been a shit show from the start, from our initial move-in date being delayed to appliances being shipped to the wrong stores to them being damaged and then refusing to reimburse us for it to having to pack the whole house by myself and then unpack the whole house by myself to living in a place that is brand new and you don't even know anybody, plus it being a pandemic on top of all of that. Like, how has this shit been so emotional so stressful and probably one of the hardest periods of my life and I'm not one to complain so before we get into all that juiciness and gossip I'm about to reintroduce myself and here we go so before we get going on turning that house of yours into a home I just wanted to take a moment and properly introduce myself I'm not one to waste somebody's time, so before you choose to hire me, or listen to me, because you probably will, I just wanted to let you know a few things first. I say this because choosing the right designer or the right person to listen to when it comes to home design can make or break your whole project, and also it's going to determine the success of your overall ideas and design too. Not every designer or influencer or anybody like that is going to be the right fit for you. And even though I am an extremely flexible design style, I base a lot of my work off of the vibes that I retain from my clients. This is your home and remember, you have to love the finished project. You have to love and want to spend all your days in this space. Whether it be a sleek, sophisticated modern design a warm and inviting traditional style, or my favorite, retro-eclectic, whatever your style is, as a team, we can figure that shit out. So a little bit about me, you ask? Well, here's a very cut-down version, because I have done a lot in the 25 years that I have circled this wonderful thing called the Earth. I grew up in a home that both of my parents built from the ground up with a master carpenter as a father and a very multi-talented mother, you could either find me starting off about the age of two in my backyard workshop 
designing and building things, or in the craft room sewing something together. My over-the-top school projects amplified my love of design and landed me in a four-year Bachelor of Interior Design program at Humber College. Woo! Go Ravens! At least I think that's what our mascot was. I wasn't really into sports. But because of that, I landed an amazing internship at a custom millworking firm, and that landed me a full-time job once I graduated. My ambition is large, and after a year, I took the leap and decided to open my own design firm of May of 2015. Since then, I've designed over 50 custom kitchens and bathrooms, designed a full custom multi-million dollar home line in St. Lucia, created my own home decor line, opened a brick and mortar retail shop with office attached, designed and featured a 950 square foot condo booth at the Toronto International Interior Design Show, partnered up with a designer to donate over $100,000 in upgrades to the Oshawa Boys and Girls Club. I also was published in a 12-page spread of Merry Men magazine, and I have designed for companies such as Whirlpool, KitchenAid, and LG. A lot, right? But that just shows you how seriously I take my job. Designing to me is not just a hobby or a way of making money. It's what wakes me up in the morning and what I base my entire existence around. I have learned quickly that not everybody is going to like the things that I like and forcing you to put something in your home that I like is not designing for you, it's designing for a designer. And that's just not cool. It's not about placing furniture in a space or painting a color on a wall. It's about really making what you look at matter. Creating a space that perfectly defines you as a person or a couple without having to explain why you did what you did, right there is elite design. That is a standard I hold myself to for every job that I am a part of. And that is what I can do for you. I can teach you that. Just by listening to this podcast or following me on social media, or better yet, purchasing one of my soon-to-be courses, you can learn all of the tips and tricks of the elite designers in this industry. Making your house a home has never been so easy. So if you want to start that next step integrating that perfect space, you should definitely tag along for this whole process because girl or boy, I got you. So you may have noticed that I've been gone for a little bit and it's not because I don't love what I do, but it's because I just couldn't quite get myself to share the experience that we were going through when we bought our first house. Having a delayed move-in date to issues with finishes to appliances to my husband being sent away right after we bought a house. On top of that, there was a pandemic. Like I said, I'm not one to complain, but at the same time, I couldn't bring myself to show up for you guys if I was miserable. It is hard to share an experience when you're not excited about it, and it's hard to get people excited about it if you really just don't give a shit about it. It's one thing for a few things to go wrong, but honestly, it felt like everything, no matter what we did, was going wrong. I'm not about to stand here, or sit here actually, and blame companies because yeah, everybody is working at 50% capacity right now, and I'm not one to point the finger, but at the same time, I'm not one to be taken advantage of. So when you think people in the industry have it easier and can navigate things better, Oh honey, no, not at all. 
so many designers and decorators are literally clinging to the edge of their seat, hoping to God that everything that they've ordered comes in on time for their clients. So I beg of you right now, right here, if you are listening to this and you've hired a contractor or you've hired a designer or a decorator, please, please be unbelievably kind to them. They are trying their best and they're going to bat through you every single day so you can get exactly what you paid for and what you want. I think for us, the most frustrating thing so far was dealing with the brick in our appliances. Out of four appliances, only one had absolutely no issues and that was our KitchenAid hood range. When it came to the Bosch dishwasher, the actual appliance itself was perfectly fine but it ended up being sent to the wrong store, which was a little bit annoying, but not the end of the world. However, for the next two appliances, my God, this is when it went downhill real quick. And if you follow me on social media, particularly Instagram, you may or may not have witnessed me have a very clear and emotional breakdown live. As I said earlier, A was deployed out on a tasking and trying to deal with the brick when everything was in his name was like running your nails down a chalkboard. Painful, irritating, and completely unnecessary. We ended up going with the Cafe Dual Fuel Sliding Gash Range, and oh my god, this thing is a masterpiece of beauty. If you don't know how to cook, this stove is literally gonna turn you in to Chef Gordon Ramsay. Girl, I ain't even kidding you right now. However, our beautiful stove came scratched. The brick was more than willing to replace it, which was awesome, but then the replacement stove showed up and the delivery gentleman said he wasn't able to hook it up because he wasn't a licensed gas technician. I will say, when we called to explain the situation, they said that it would be no issue and they would send somebody to unhook and rehook up our new stove. And then we get a phone call saying that you're gonna have to pay for that yourself. And if you have ever installed a gas stove or anything to deal with gas lines, you know that it's gonna cost you at least $300 before tax. Ain't nobody got time for that seeing as though we already paid for it once and this wasn't even our fault. I'm a nice person, I swear. But when you start taking advantage of a situation, I get angry and seeing as though it took almost two months to compensate us the $500 for the scratch stove, I'm still a little pissed off about it. To be honest, and it's not because the stove is scratched, it's the principle behind it. Believe me, if you knew the scratches were there, you'd see them. But if you didn't know, you honestly wouldn't see them. But whatever, we got our $500 back and I cook like freaking Gordon Ramsay on that bitch so the girl ain't even mad anymore. So the last appliance you ask, and that would be our beautiful LG French door, door and door display refrigerator. It's like an adult playground toy. I swear to God, this thing is the coolest thing ever. It has a door and door display that you can knock on the glass in the front and then it shows you what you have inside. I mean, my mind is blown. But the fact that it came not only scratched, but with a very visible dent in the freezer door, I may have lost my shit a little bit at the delivery guy. They also had to take my front door off to get this baby in here because this thing is huge. 
and scratch the crap out of my door frame. Have I fixed it? Nope, because they still have to come back and deliver us a new fridge. When you ask, God knows, but we're still getting it. Oh, I did forget to mention that we waited six months for our Bosch dishwasher to show up, about five months for our stove to finally show up, and three months for our fridge to show up, and we've still been waiting about a month now for a placement. So safe to say, next week's episode will be on finding the perfect appliances for your house, because if you have to go through what we've gone through, I don't know if you'll make it out the other side because it was wild and crazy and an emotional roller coaster when you're trying so hard not to yell at these poor people knowing damn well that it's not their fault. Like I said, I'm a pretty easygoing person about 99% of the time, but when you're screwing me after I've literally given you close to $20,000 for appliances, the girl's gonna get a little angry. As much as I hate to bash companies, I'm not a true believer in the brick. The main reason why we shop there is because they support our troops and pass down a truly amazing discount to any service members. We've also had nothing but great experiences on the commercial side in their customer service and I'm a true believer in the fact that maybe we just dealt with a really crappy store and not a crappy company. But until I got my new fridge, I am still holding a little bit of a grudge because hot damn, how do you screw up three out of a floor appliances, people? I'm going to end this podcast episode with a little bit of information, tidbits, and all that fun jazz because I know this girl has been gone for a hot minute and there are some pretty amazing stuff coming your way. If you haven't yet signed up for my mailing list, make sure you head on over to m2perspectives.com and type that email of yours so we can stay in touch and you can see what's good all of the time for all hot tips and tricks and details into making that house a home. I'm also going to be launching my spring line of home decor lines with This Is Interiors on April 1st and you can use the discount code, it's already April? to get 10% off your whole order. I'm also super excited to announce that I am creating a course for you that not only helps you step-by-step with some pretty annoying little house design dilemmas like picking the perfect color scheme, figuring out the perfect rug size, or finding out that perfect layout for your room, this girl has you covered. And I will let you know when that is about to drop so you can get your hands on it right away and start demolishing those pesky as fuck little dilemmas of home design. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Making Our Way Home. And once again, for those of you who don't know me, I'm Mel the Designer. And for those of you who do, you're fucking welcome. Don't forget to tune in to next week's episode where we're going to scheme the real as fuck dilemmas of picking the perfect kitchen appliances. Believe me, you're not going to want to miss it because the amount of research that we did into picking ours is going to streamline the process for you and won't let you rip your freaking hair out. So all that I ask of you is that you stay savvy, you stay healthy, and let's fall in love with our home.